0: You're listening to Faith with Friends podcast, where we talk about faith, relationships, and spiritual growth. Welcome to our circle and the
1: conversation where we seek to know God and make Him known. Now, here's your host, Lisa Lorenzo. Hey, friend. Welcome back. I am so happy to have my friend Shonda joining me today. Hi, Shonda. Hi, Lisa. Thanks for having me. Shonda, do you know why I'm so happy (laughs) to have (laughs) you with me today? Do you know why? why because i have podcaster block and i just simply can't record alone and i think it's so ironic that this this podcast is going to be about faith with friends (laughs) and you cannot do a faith with friends podcast about real friends without a friend okay so shonda what are we reading today we are reading from luke chapter five we're reading from luke chapter five and you know what you might hear my bible turn wait and that's okay i want that to be a blessing to your ears i want you to hear a page turn and not think what a distraction but i think god when he hears the pages of the bible turned he's like wink wink to jesus did you hear that did you hear that i got the chills it's so true i love it okay so we're starting this passage and we're skipping back the paragraph actually begins with a paralytic man in luke chapter 5 verse 17. this is off topic, but yet is it off topic? Because throughout chapter five, Jesus has been doing all these miracles. He healed the man with leprosy. He did the miraculous catch of fish for the fishermen. Okay, so here we are. And right when we're going to go into this passage, I just, you know, I love to take a look at the what it says right before and right, what it says right after. Yep. And one of the verses says, in the last thing, he healed the paralytic man And then it says in verse 15, yet the news about him spread all the more. And so that the crowds came to hear him and to be healed of all their sicknesses. But Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. Tell the people why I'm kicking it off with that. I mean, this
0: really is all about what Jesus does. And he brings us to redemption through him withdrawing is like such a good picture, a visual picture of of what we need to do on the daily basis and lisa i cannot tell you how appropriate and how timely this is because god has really been speaking to my heart the last 36 hours maybe how i have not been withdrawing and going to a place of solitude so thank you for being <laughs> the voice of god in my life always i'm just glad that i get to be here and, and talk
1: with you and to the people that are listening about
0: who jesus really is and the kind of friend that he
1: is And if Jesus gives us that example in the Bible, He gives us that example, Him being God gives the example continually of Him escaping to a quiet place, of Him coming alone, of Him waking up early, of Him slipping away in the evening and inviting the disciples to come away with Him just to spend time with God the Father then how much more do we need to spend time with God the Father? Because we know that everything that he does in us, he desires to do through us. Right. And so I just think it's perfect framing and an intro to this is that Jesus, the creator of the universe, thought it was important after doing miraculous healings to go away to a lonely place and pray. And and you know what? I, I was reading a scripture the other day for our next podcast which is about quiet time, tune mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that time spent alone with God is never time spent alone. It's so true.
0: The fact that Jesus, who is fully God and fully man, he had to recharge himself. It, and I don't know that he had to, but it was his way of connecting to his father. If I mean, what a great example. If we're supposed to emulate that, then I mean, goodness gracious, I think it's just so important. And it really does affect your whole entire life. Yes. When it's not done. When, right. as well as when it is done, because it recenters you, it recharges you, it reinvigorates you and gives you the passion and love that you need to start out your day because we all know
1: everything that's thrown
0: at us on the daily.
1: Exactly. So yeah. all right. Well, with that said, let's dig right in and start in chapter five. I'm going to start in verse 17. I'm going to read all the way through and then we're going to come back and talk about it. So it says one day Jesus was teaching and the Pharisees and the teachers of the law were sitting there. They had come from every village in Galilee and from Judea and Jerusalem. And then this is the verse that ties into the intro verse, which I just thought this this goes together. And it says and the power of the Lord was with Jesus to heal the sick. And then it says some men circle that in your Bible if you're reading with us some men it could say women but it was some men came carrying a paralyzed man on a mat and tried to take him into the house to lay him before Jesus and when they could not find a way to do this because of the crowd they went up on the roof and they lowered him on his mat through the tiles in the middle of the crowd right in front of Jesus so Close your eyes if you're not driving and picture that for a minute. The The room is crowded. There's no more room. Nobody else can get in. And let's say you're the one sitting, you're on the, the back couch standing on a corner, you know, you're trying to see. And all of a sudden, this is what happens. The men went up to the roof and they start removing the tile and you see these men like what a distraction. I'm trying to listen. That happens in church, right? Right. The air breaks or the light breaks and people start fixing it. I'm like, wait, what's going on over here? imagine being in the room everyone's crowded in there and and then it happens and it says when jesus saw their faith when jesus saw their faith he said and i love this translation i'm in the niv and it says friend in other translations it says son but here it says friend your sins are forgiven now the pharisees and the teachers of the law began thinking to themselves be careful your thoughts Who is this fellow who is speaking blasphemy who can forgive sins, but God alone and Jesus knowing their thoughts, knowing your thoughts and my thoughts, knowing what they were thinking. He asked, why are you thinking these things in your heart? Which is easier to say your sins are forgiven or to say, get up and walk. But I want you to know that the son of man has authority on earth to forgive sins. And so he said to the paralyzed man, I tell you, get up, take your mat, and go home. And immediately, which there's a whole other lesson there, like how long does it take you to do something when God tells you to do it? Immediately he stood up in front of them, took what he had been lying on, and went home praising God. Everyone was amazed and gave praise to God, and they were all filled with awe and said, We have seen remarkable things today. Okay. Mic drop. Mic drop. Right there. Like, if that was the only thing.
0: I mean, okay, first of all, can we just, like, break it down? You know, you and I talked about this before about, you know, who the some men were. Who are these men? Let's talk about the paralytic for a second. Yes, let's talk about the paralytic. He, like... I mean, okay, keep in mind it's such a good visual picture. And you brought it to my attention before we started a few minutes ago of, of the paralytic, the good representation of us and how Jesus brings us, like they brought him because Jesus is our friend. But he was helpless, number one.
1: Yeah. It's not like a paralytic today. Exactly. You can be a paralytic today, and there is every opportunity for you to be self-efficient, you be self-reliant. If you were
0: a paralytic back then, because it was something that you did. It wasn't something that happened to you you know so it was some kind of sin or something that's represented with that thank you that, that's the word i'm looking for but like he had good friends like he had some really good friends because he trusted them yeah like, like, he trusted them explicitly to carry him onto a roof he was desperate he was incapable of helping himself right. and he had really good friends and people that loved him so these men were not only good friends, but they were trustworthy. Yeah. He trusted them, probably only hearing about Jesus, never actually seeing, because again, he's a paralytic. So he's right. he have the the ability to pick up a, pick up his mat and go wherever Jesus is going. He's kind exactly. of hearing about it. So he's trusting these guys with his life. Yeah. He's, what a good picture that is for who Jesus is for us. He's compassionate, he's loving, he's trustworthy, sacrificial with his time. Yes. I mean, these guys, you knew they were gonna be. Outcasts with the Pharisees and the people who quote end quote had the real power. So they took a
1: great risk to yeah. save their friend. No, and how many of us would have gotten there and thought, oh, yes. it, it's too crowded. <laughs> We're never going to get in there. We can't walk in there ourselves, much less carry him in there. Listen. You know, let's let's wait. Maybe when he's leaving, we'll catch him. No, no, no. They were determined and persistent in their faith. and risk takers. And they were risk takers because <laughs> let me tell you, they didn't know how that was going to go down. It says they lowered him right in front of Jesus. And so, and yeah. precise. They were these, like, I mean, right there. <laughs> yeah, these men. Yeah, my list had things like yours, but also they were willing to carry the burden.
0: Yes, that's so good. Not only
1: physical, not only emotional but spiritual burden. Yeah. They were willing to carry this man's burden. And remember, this man could do nothing for them in return. And yet they were willing because because that's how God is with us. He loves before we love. He loves when we're yet sinners. He loves when there's nothing we can do for him in return. I mean, there absolutely. is nothing we can do in return yeah, except there is offer praise. We come offering absolutely nothing. <laughs> yes. Empty-handed and
0: broken we come. Gosh, what, you know, as many times as I've, read this and heard this story and, and told this story as children's leader. <laughs> I've never thought about it in such detail with who Jesus really is for us. Yeah, He's a risk taker. He risked everything. He, he, um, he loves sacrificially. He's precise and he's a problem solver, just a good friend. We yeah. all need those friends. Yeah. I mean, let's be real. Most of us are completely and totally able to serve God in some capacity. No, we all are in some capacity. That's right. But do we because of, you know, whatever's going on in our lives? And I'm talking about myself, not anybody else (laughs) putting the spotlight right on Shonda.
1: And then I thought, okay, so I wanted to stop a minute and just think about who are the women in my life that are these men, you know, and take a minute, you know, maybe even make a list, write a little list and put You know, my friends that carry me to the cross. Yeah. I mean, I am so thankful to be among a community of women that is willing to lock hands and fold their knees in front of the throne and stand in the gap for each other. Absolutely.
0: It's so important. And I think that for those of us that do have that community of women that pray for you, that encourage you, that edify you and build you up, I, I don't think we say thank you enough just be thankful that God has placed those people they say in some translations, there was four. they assume that there was four men. I mean, even if you only have one, I know, you know, build on that and be the friend that you want, yeah. you know, be the one that's praying
1: that, you know, who is the paralytic in your life? Yes. Well, I invite you underneath the list that you just made of your friends that are carrying you. Who is it that you need to carry to the cross and then pray for that person every day. Pray for an opportunity. Pray for gracious words to speak when you have the opportunity to speak. Pray to be sensitive to their physical needs. What, what does this, What is this person lacking? How can you be a friend that shows up? Because that gives you the opportunity and the open door to speak to their, the spiritual matters. You yeah. know, these men, we don't know if, if they were taking him to be forgiven his sin. But we know they carried him and they were very aware of his physical need to be healed. And so I just think it's a great place to stop and examine who are the women in my life that are carrying me and look around, who are the people that need you to carry them? Yeah. And then there's this entire thing of Jesus, because it says he saw their faith, the faith of the friends. And then he calls the sinner paralytic sinner friend, you are forgiven what he could have said wait 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 I I that's not why I came here today but he just zipped it because we don't see in the scriptures any response from any of them I'm thinking the guys were on the top going okay 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 yeah I needed to be refocused yes yes that this is what it's about and the Pharisees their heads are exploding and they're going what what only the son of God has the authority to forgive Like they're still not getting it the pharisees and the leaders the teachers they weren't there to learn from jesus they were there to be critical or to catch him in something right yeah what we know of the pharisees god is more concerned with our spiritual health than he is our physical health that doesn't mean he's not concerned with our physical health i stand here today a 11 year survivor of cancer so i know that god heals absolutely what if he what if he would have healed the man of his paralytic condition and he would have perished after you know 40 more years on earth then what would that be for well they yeah. great you had a great run wonderful and now you have eternal damnation and you die in your sin right but god's more concerned with the spiritual so he wants to heal you and forgive you your sin and open up that way where there is no way are we more sensitive to what our friends and our family i think we are not only do we love God, but we want all of our family and friends to love God. Like Absolutely. that's definitely our priority. That is the center of every prayer we do. Like, Lord, open eyes, change hearts. And this man, he walked away, not only with new legs, he had a new eternal home, and he got a new heart. Because when you come to Jesus, he replaces your heart. That's like a freebie. Like, I'm gonna forgive your sins and I'm gonna give you a new heart. And I'm gonna give you a new eternal home.
0: I uh, you know, another layer of that too is the people in our lives or the people that we see hurting. Around us coming to God, whether it's church that they look different or they worship different or, you know, whatever it is, you know, reminds me to look at those people the way that God wants me to look at those people and not as a Pharisee, not as somebody that's been a believer for almost three decades. I want to be sensitive to that. I want to have the eyes like Jesus pray for that a lot. Like God, just let me see people the way you see people and hear people the way you hear people can make me sensitive to that. And I think that's another reminder in this scripture is, is to not have a mindset of a Pharisee because a lot of times we as as believers that have been around for a long time have a tendency to get a little legalistic and a little judgmental. Again, speaking of Shonda, it's just, it's another reminder, you know, to have a really soft heart and, and be loving and gentle and kind like like Jesus was cuz he could have been
1: yeah okay you're healed but he called him a friend. And how about his response? His response was immediate. Yep. He didn't say wait, let me stretch first. I haven't used these legs. I mean obviously he, <laughs> when you don't use your muscles they, you know, there's atrophy. atrophy the yes. He didn't do that. This man immediately got up, picked up his mat and went home praising God. So that's our question. When God calls you, let's say to do a podcast, do you wait a year until you're emotionally ready? (laughs) (laughs) Or do you immediately obey? Okay, like immediately obey. So wherever you are today, whatever God is calling you to do, that might be loving your family, forgiving someone that's hurt you, repenting of a hardened sin in your heart, it might be serving him in an area that you're not comfortable serving him. When God puts something in your heart, can we obey immediately and figure it out later? Yes. So this guy, maybe he got home and said, how did that even happen? How did I stand? What just happened? He just obeyed. Immediate obedience.
0: No questions. Right. It was and like, what okay. what did his
1: immediate, immediate obedience do? It gave everyone reason to be amazed and praise God. Because had he stayed laying down... They would not have seen the work God was doing in him. Yeah. God allowed him to be part of that witness because he could have been healed. Okay, take him home, and when he gets home, he'll be better. But God said that was part of God's miracle. I'm going to heal you. I'm going to forgive you. I'm going to heal you. You're going to obey, and these people are going to see who I am. Even the Pharisees couldn't deny
0: so amazing like what a great story there's so many beautiful illustrations of god's grace in the way that he shows us how to be like him it's not difficult (laughs) it's not difficult and the way it's explained it's hard to actually do it right it takes denying self and that's always hard yeah but those friends didn't deny self they yeah. picked up their friend and then went on to the roof. Who knows how that, how, how many stories that was, I know. <laughs> you know, it was a little
1: scary. Yeah. One of the takeaways that I had was that your Jesus friends take their friends to Jesus. That's so yes. important. Are we taking our friends to Jesus? Are we spending time with Jesus first? Because you can only take somebody as far as you're willing to go. Yeah are we spending time in the word? Are we spending time in prayer? Are we allowing God's Holy Spirit to work in our hearts so that we have something to offer instead of it being yesterday's stale bread? Exactly. I was just going
0: to say that if you have nothing filled up, you have nothing to pour out. If you're not doing like what you said, praying and spending time alone with God, whether it's in a lonely place, a quiet place, or in your closet, if you're not able to do that, it's hard to build somebody else up. So sometimes you are the friend that that's being poured into and we really need to be the friends that are pouring out.
1: And I love that there's this roof involved and removing the roof and lowering down because I think about, when I think about trust in Jesus, I think of that example that's given that it's putting your full weight in something, you know, putting your full weight down. So when I place my heart, In Jesus' hands, I'm not holding part of it back. I'm surrendering it to him. This man was lowered down right in front of Jesus. In that moment, they were trusting in Jesus. They were putting all their hopes and expectations in Jesus' hands. And so that's where we come to salvation knowledge. That's where we come to agreeing with God that I'm a sinner. Because as, as humans, we are all sinners, every single one of us. So if we can't agree with God in that, God says that we are all sinners, every single one. No one is righteous, not even not one. one. <laughs> so can we agree with God to that? Can we stop the, I'm a good person? Yes, I'm glad you're a good person. You're also a good person who sins. You'll never be good enough to God. for God. We are the paralytic. Right. We can never do enough, be enough, buy enough, serve enough to earn our way to heaven. Right. And so Jesus is that some friends that picks us up and takes us to God. He's the one that stands in the gap. So agreeing with God just means saying, God, I know I'm a sinner. And then Jesus says, you're forgiven. Now, do you accept that? Because if you're good enough and you're not a sinner, then you don't need salvation, then I'm afraid for you, right? Yeah. So when you recognize you're a sinner, you accept I'm forgiven of my sins. And when I accept being forgiven for my sins, I receive through grace and mercy, eternal life. Right.
0: A lot of times people stop there, you know, okay. I accept the grace, but there's no surrendering your life to God and making God the savior, yes. you know, the, the God of your life, the one that actually saves you. A lot of right. us know um, that we need a savior, but we don't actually apply that to our life of making him the God of our life. So right. if you're not a believer and listen to this podcast and decide that, you want this gift of salvation that is a gift it is a free gift like lisa said not one is righteous not even one but after that acceptance of who jesus is and the gift of salvation then it's the constant surrendering to the godship of who he is in your life
1: salvation is not fire insurance it's not- no <laughs> okay i'm not gonna burn i'm saved perfect no that's when the fun begins That's when we start the whole process of growing and changing. And listen, you know, how many times in your life have you heard someone say people don't change? No, people don't change, but God can change them. And it goes back to what he got that day. New legs, new home, new heart. And God is the one that creates that new heart and then gives you through the power of the Holy Spirit, the ability to work with him in your sanctification process. Sanctification, making you more like God. That process requires surrender Yes. because if you've ever seen a believer who's hardened, they don't surrender. I always think of this because I think for a long time, if life is not what you thought it would be and those disappointments have hardened your heart instead of drawn you closer, that's a good place to talk to start. That's yeah. a good place to have a talk with God, a real talk. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't think my life was going to look like this and I'm hurt. I'm disappointed, I'm injured, I'm bitter, but I'm bringing you my heart because I heard on the Faith with Friends podcast that I could get a new one. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And just talk to God about it because Jesus is the one that stands in the gap. In Timothy, I believe it says that there's one mediator between God and man. And that one mediator or one person who stands in the gap, his name is Jesus Christ. Yes and he is a wonderful mediator and it says also that the holy spirit intercedes and and translates for us when you cannot come up with the right words right that groans that your your spirit can groan and the holy spirit will translate for you yes he interprets the groans yes. of our heart I love and that.
0: what a beautiful savior we serve like certainly you do. know it took me many years to get that i mean i was a believer for many many years before i was like Oh, so I
1: have to make God the God of my life. Yes. I have to let him into all the locked doors in my heart. All of
0: that. It's like, oh no, this is going to be difficult, but it's a constant thing. It's, um, it's a constant trend, you know, being God, as much as we, I mean, God really sees all the ick and loves us anyway.
1: And loves us anyways.
0: Thank goodness.
1: Fully known, deeply loved. I love that. We are fully known and he loves us anyways. What? I love that. Well, Shonda, I'm I'm thankful that you are some of the men that carry me regularly to the cross. I'm thankful to Jesus that he has come to stand in the gap and pick us both up individually and make sure that we made it to the Father. And I thank you for joining on today's podcast. Thank you so much, Lisa. It was such a joy. Yes. Thank you, friends, for listening. If you don't follow us on social media, why don't you follow us on social media? And if you're listening to us and you are outside of the United States, listen, I want to know who you are, even if you're inside the United States. Go to our our faith with friends underscore podcast on Instagram and DM us or put on one of our posts put I'm listening from because we are intrigued and we pray for you and we love you and we invite you to be part of our circle of friends but if you're outside of the united states if you're in nigeria or australia or any place else we're dying to know who you are so can, are can you please go to the instagram and introduce yourself to us please <laughs> we want to know who you are but thank you all for listening thank you for being our friend and thank you god for being calling us friend even when we couldn't do anything when we were still sinners you called us friend amen thanks for listening Bye bye thanks
0: for joining us for today's Faith with Friends podcast. We hope you will like and subscribe as we continue the conversation. Follow us on Instagram at Faith with Friends. If you enjoyed this podcast, would you forward to your friends so our circle will continue to grow?